Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Focus on Greatness podcast. My name is Hiram, and I'm grateful to be able to be your host on today. And on this platform, we are men helping men to be able to redefine greatness through service. And so on today, I have the awesome privilege to be able to bring someone on that I believe and know is going to be able to help us when it comes to reference to our thought process, mindsets. Surely as a man is is something that we all deal with, all struggle with when it comes concerning how we feel with this context of money, our finances, and how as a man, how we are able to really deal with those emotional pieces that's inside. So I want to make sure that you stay a part of this conversation because you don't want to miss it. I remember when I was first looking at starting my podcast, one of the things that I was looking for was a cost efficient place that I can be able to do what I was dreaming and doing with Anchor. I found that I found a free platform that can be able to give me the tools to make sure that my podcast sound good from edits to music to different other things, variety of things that can be able to assist me to make sure that I had a professional sound podcast. But then also one of the things I found that I loved uh, when I started to use Anchor was they have various of different places that they are able to distribute my podcast from professional places like Spotify or Apple Podcasts and many, many more. Now, with this, the thing that I'm I love to do is because I might not do it in my house or I might need to do it in my car. So I'm able to use record on my cell phone. I'm able to record on my tablet or even my computer. So for you to be able to do this as the podcaster, you need to make sure that you download the app to your phone, to your tablet. You can do it on an Android or on an Apple product. But also, if you want to be able to access it on your computer, you have to go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, anchor is A-N-C-H-O-R.fm. Welcome to the team. So if you're ready, like I am, I am so excited about this conversation. I'm trying to control myself in this introduction of Convo. Um, but if you're ready, like I am, please do me a favor and welcome Jason. How you doing, Jason? Hi, Ram. I'm great, man. How are you? I'm grateful to be here. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. I am very excited about what we're going to talk about. I'm very excited about this topic, and I believe that this is going to be helpful uh, to a lot of people. It's going to be helpful to a lot of people um, and a lot of men. But before we dive in, do me a favor, introduce yourself uh, to the listening audience, as well as those that are watching this live. Um, introduce yourself, uh, and then we'll go from there. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, my name is Jason Sandman, and uh, I am a coach, uh, consultant with a company I call Out of the Weeds. My career has been 20 years-ish in the service industry and restaurants and was a walking cliche for most of that time in there. <laughs> um, so I'm now excited to you know bring this new path forward into my life and kind of help lead others, men and, and women, frankly, to uh, a little bit more happiness, a little bit more abundance and joy. And that starts kind of with finances, but it goes way beyond that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do me a favor just so we can dive in a little bit um, and allow people to kind of get some uh, some more of, of who you are a little bit. Um, how did you kind of get into the financial coaching and um, kind of get into that lane? 
Yeah. So, you know, I'll start a little earlier. I was probably 35 and I was in the middle of a marriage that had not been going well for a long time. Okay. And that was when I really started looking into personal development. This is now seven, eight years ago. I don't like to put my age out there like that, but you know, there we go. <laughs> um, but um, I was just noticing that, you know, there was all this stuff about mindset that was out there that I really believed in was not mm -hmm. quite ready to live into it yet. Okay. And uh, my partner and I, she and I got divorced and I kind of really began the journey of trying to figure out how to live and support myself and take care of myself, you know, as a man, frankly. Mm -hmm. And I struggled with that for the next few years with mm -hmm. living beyond my means, trying to kind of go figure out what my place was in the world. Yeah. I really was um, struggling and I got to a place where I was in debt, almost $40,000, not mm -hmm. even making 40 grand a year. Wasn't really sure what wow. I was going to do. Yeah. And I woke up one day and I was just tired of making the same old choices that had gotten me there. Mm -hmm. Like I was the guy who was deciding at the, on the way home, could I afford food or a beer at the bar? One or the other. And, you know, sometimes it was the beer. Sometimes it was food. I, I was nearing the end of my rope. Right. And yeah. I started looking up. I was like, OK, I got to figure something out. So I started looking up some different avenues um, mm -hmm. to kind of help dig out of the debt hole that I was in. Yeah. And while I was doing that, I found Dave Ramsey, who was the first person who kind of led me into that uh, space. And then I found mm -hmm. a couple other people. And what I realized is that it was very helpful. And there's a, there's amazing resources out there for anybody who's looking for life change, including in their finances. But I didn't mm -hmm. feel like my industry, the service industry, was really being spoken to. And that was crazy to me because 50 percent of all adults in this country have worked at some point in a restaurant. <laughs> so right, right. you, know, you kind of understand that like that lifestyle is different than your typical nine to five. And so I really mm -hmm. started looking at coaching from that perspective. It's like, well, how can I go and reach people who are working in this space mm -hmm. and show them that this is still possible for them? Yeah. Uh, and since then, that, that mission's expanded a little bit and I'm going a little bit further than that. But that was really where I got started was just walking through my own debt journey and wanting to help mm -hmm. other people do the same. Now, let me ask this, uh, because I want whoever's listening, I promise you, you are listening on purpose. Um, this is something that I believe is going to help because a lot of times that we go through these journeys like yourself and, you know, we experience these things. And sometimes we don't pull out like you did in reference to take it to another place of where we we learn from our experience and then we're able to take that learning or those lessons and now create something to be able to help and serve other people. Um, in the process of you going through yours, you know, do you do you think that a lot of what you are looking for or going after, what was the emotional uh, toil that you were kind of going through in that journey that I would say, starting with the process of putting yourself in the debt um, before we help somebody to get out of it. Um, but do you think that that was a that was an emotional thing that you were struggling or dealing with or was it something else? It was absolutely at least partially an emotional thing. Right. It was okay. definitely this feeling of unworthiness and lack of belief in mm. anything else being possible. Yeah. Um, I started working around gratitude right around that time when I had gotten divorced. And I believe in I, gratitude is one of the biggest things that can help anybody get out of their situation. Mm. But the way I was starting to live it was just starting to be grateful for what I had and comfortable that that was all I was going to be able to do. Just trying to be minimalist and live small because that was mm -hmm. all I was worthy of. Gotcha. And 
I was going along in that mindset for forever. Like I didn't see a, a future outside of what I was. And I love the service industry. I love being in restaurants. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, and there's a, there are small minor acts of service that you can do every day in that business. Mm-hmm. But loving it from that aspect, instead of like choosing it as a form of like my form of service and everything else, I still had some work to do there. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, it, yeah. and it was because I just didn't, I didn't see any more for myself value wise. It was a deep level of unworthiness that was yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and I, and I think being very honest, a lot of us go through that context of where really it gets to a point where then because of the thought process, because of how you're feeling about self, um, you know, it's not even per se, you know, in some sense, thinking about what's happening around you is more so how how I'm internally feeling. And then you get to this point where really the external stuff is just almost like validation to how you're already feeling inside. Yeah. Um, but, you know, but one, one of the things that I've realized is sometimes then you get to people and you see people like that, where then they are literally now just it's almost like a zombie. They're just going to work getting the paycheck, paying bills, going to work, getting the, and it's like this constant flow. So what made you, what gave you that thing that said, this is enough. I don't want to do this no more. Like what was the thought process that made you just shift out of that? Um, honestly, fear. <laughs> like it was desperation. Wow. <laughs> right. Like it was desperation. Yeah, no, you're good. Yeah, that's good. It yeah. Was, it was believing, like, you know, there was some aspect of me that always believed that I was capable and meant for more. And I had just gotten to this point where I had to make a different decision or I didn't know what I was gonna do. Right. And you know, you just said something interesting, like is we get into these things that are all self-driven and then we start seeing it from the outside and that all just kind of confirms it. And that's subconscious programming that we have. Like we have these beliefs that we internalize and we repeat over and over. Mm -hmm. And then we go out and do the actions that externally create those beliefs and conditions. And I didn't understand that even doing this work. Um, When I first started really getting ahead of it, really I was approaching the problem backwards. Most people tend to try to say, take different actions and then once you're taking different actions, then you'll get different results. Right. That doesn't always work. Uh, you gotta do it from the identity and the belief level, um, usually to really get that stuff that's gonna be lifelong change. Okay. Now, when I started budgeting and getting a hold on it, like I did start changing the belief in what I thought was possible. So you can do it that other way, but it's a lot more work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, so so for the person that's listening or the person that's watching, what would be the first recommended step of breaking this piece um, so that they can now get to a point where they're no they're shifting their thought process and mindset um, and, and now trying to get their I would say the internal to get to the place that they need to so yeah. they can start seeing change in their lives and their families and things in that nature. The biggest piece to start with is to really start getting present and getting aware with what your mind is telling you versus what reality is. Mm, Okay. Because we have, as our human tendency, we're going to either be attached to the past or we're going to be attached to some future outcome. And those both cause suffering because they're Mm. not the way we want them to be. Mm. As soon as we can accept what is, 
and take out the judgment, right? Like being broke isn't a moral failing. Right. <laughs> being in debt isn't a moral failing. It's something right. that the majority of people, especially in this in this country, like we all deal with. We're taught these mm -hmm. things generationally of how we deal with money, and most of what we're taught has been wrong. Right. So giving yourself a little forgiveness and grace and just saying, I am not less than because I struggle with money. Mm. I am not unworthy. I'm not limited to what my past has been. Yeah. But as yeah. soon as we start recognizing that, that, that negative self-talk that we have in those loops and we can start rewriting that, mm -hmm. it gives us so much more freedom to actually create the future and the present that we want. Hmm. Now, now, how did you start rewriting? I love that that, that phrase. It's the, as soon as you said it, it made me. It made me. It was like, no, I gotta ask Jason this one. How did you start rewriting um, the mental? The mental. Um, one of the na names or theories that my mentor taught taught me is how is your mental map? We have a mental map that we've already created uh, through life through teachings of others, through how we were raised, all of those things. And so for us to start changing, we got to start rewriting or changing the map within our minds. So how did you start rewriting that uh, when it came a reference to your internal? So then you start seeing the transformation outside in your life. Uh, yeah, I mean, frankly, that became like my journey on that process was, again, a little bit backwards. Okay. I guess I started it when I was exposed to the works of like Viktor Frankl and man's search for meaning. And this idea that nothing in our lives is good or bad, right? Like we attach the meaning to all yeah. of it. And once you really start to understand that and like know it as truth, like you become aware of the power of what our mind really is. Hmm. And <laughs> that still takes time. Even once you start to realize that, to realize like how deeply ingrained some of these other behaviors are, we're not even aware of most of what we live by conscious unconsciously. Right. You know, this right. stuff is like when it comes to finances and money, most of us are programmed with what our three generations, four generations ago went through with the great depression and what their ideas were about money and what that's been passed down. Mm. So even something as small as telling yourself, I can't afford it. Like it's telling your brain, I can't afford it. And then you're really starting to go in and teach it. So I had to start really getting focused on catching myself whenever okay. I was saying something that was disempowering or that was limiting and just questioning if it was true, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. legit in the moment, just, and, you know, I had a lot of family abandonment issues and attachment issues and everything else. And so mm -hmm. like my default was always that I am not enough. And I would have to literally go through. And when I would hear that in my own head and just stop and be like, nope, I am enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like, and it's crazy because affirmations sound so cheesy, right? Mm -hmm. Like it really does. But there's power in that. Um, right. I remember the first time I ever went and looked in a mirror and told myself, I love you. And then forced myself to stand there and receive it. And it was mm -hmm. the most uncomfortable thing I had ever done. <laughs> I was like, what is this? Right, like, right. But it's it's important. Like yeah. it's really important to nourish ourselves with that. And as men, especially, we start to feel that's not manly, right? Like, you know, mm -hmm. that's something else that it's not true. We need that just as much as anybody. 
Like right. we need that validation. And typically we look for it outside, but really it becomes needing it inside. Like we've yeah. got to start it here because that's the only way it will ever actually mean anything. Yeah. Yeah. So for those that are watching or listening to this, I want you to, I, I'm, I'm hoping already this is helping um, because again, I'm listening to it, but at the same time, I'm listening to it as the host, but I'm no. also listening to it as a student <laughs> um, because I believe that these conversations are helpful across the board. And I believe it's not something where for me, I'm trying to always be in a posture in a position where I can learn to be better, um, a better me so that then I can be able to be a better server um, and to be better effective in what we do. So in this conversation so far for me, one of the things that is that is standing out is, yes, if you are in debt, like probably a lot of us are. Um, but you feel that you are in this cycle of where you, you, you are, your mindset is always, I'll always be this way. I am never good enough. I, I, I'll never be anything but this, you know, I, I'll always have to live this type of way, like hand to mouth, you know, like all those negative connotations and in, in context, um, even, even if something negative happens in your life financially, it's like, oh, well, I, you know, um, I deserve that, you know, like these, these thought process and mindset before we can get into, which I believe we will probably get into this conversation in reference to the importance of like budgeting and things of that nature. We first have to deal with the emotional internal thing that we're telling ourselves in the conversations that we're having internally and start to make this change, start yep. to make this adjustment. Um, so I would recommend, even as Jason is already saying, find you some affirmations. The whole purpose for me of an affirmation is to give you the words that will encourage yourself. So I'm going to say these words. I'm going to open up my mouth because it's contradicting to the negative conversations that's already happening in my mind. Um, and then it helps us to be able to be better and to develop and to get to be um, and to live the life that we actually are supposed to be living. And so um, so this is good. I, I'm, I'm, again, this, I knew I was going to get excited through this conversation. This is so, so good. Um, so after we've gotten to this point of where now we are breaking this thought process or rewriting our thought process about ourselves, now to me, what is this next level that we walk into um, when we start seeing this change or transformation internally and our perspective change, all of those things? What does this next level look like for us? So, yeah, with next level, like it gets kind of tricky sometimes because the okay. external world will start to shift to reflect your internal beliefs. But, you know, that, that sometimes takes a little bit of time and you've got to start creating that abundance and that joy and recognizing that and having gratitude for what you've got before mm -hmm. you can ever really start creating more. Yeah. Um, you know, one habit that we get into financially is the way we talk about money is flawed. Mm. You know, imagine that money is not uh, some other thing, but imagine it's a partner mm -hmm. and you're telling that partner constantly, you're not enough. I need more mm. of you. This isn't working for me. I don't ever, I won't ever have enough. That is damaging, right? Like that just doesn't um, do any, like it's just going to reject any abundance coming to your life. 
Right. What you really got to start doing is being really um, certain and grateful for what you have. Like my practice now with money is it doesn't matter if I get five dollars I wasn't anticipating. Um, I say thank you. Right. Like this is allowing me a chance to go and eat or it's allowing me something else. Like stop looking at what we don't have and really start looking towards like the abundance that is in your life and recognizing it. Like that, right. and that's what gratitude helps with. Right. Yeah. The, the reason that gratitude is such a powerful thing is because it, re, it does rewrite some of those programs. Mm-hmm. It's like you're looking you're actively seeking the things that you're thankful for. So when you're thankful for something like that, you're going to then train yourself to keep on looking for what you're thankful for. Yeah. And it's the same way with money. It's really, again, changing your belief system. We all have struggles, right? Like, you know, when you're, especially when you're struggling to, to pay the bills and when you are like when the debt's piling up, like it's hard to see how you could ever have that abundance in your life. It's yeah. when, when you're not sure if you can put food on the table, that hurt, that hits you in a different spot. And so when somebody comes to you talking about like money and abundance and everything else, you're just like, yeah, that's for you. That's not for me. Right. Right. Yeah. But it is available to all of us. And it just starts again with making some different choices and different decisions. And yeah, you might have to struggle a little bit. Like, you know, if you're, if you're still working at a job that doesn't fulfill you or doesn't necessarily meet your needs, Mm -hmm. there are steps that you're going to have to take to, to get out of that, but you're not going to take those unless you believe that they're possible for you. Yeah. 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 So what I, what, man, Jason, this is too good. I I want, I want you to, those that are listening, watching, I want you to do something because I keep hearing this word. So I'm going to just say this word. I want you to reevaluate, reevaluate your life. Um, Yes, we're changing narratives. Yes, we're changing thought process. Yes, we're helping us to be able to deal, uh, you know, helping you to be able to deal with the emotional portion of all of this. But it sounds like we're reevaluating again, like you made the statement, Jason, in reference to what is real and what is just your perception. You know, what is what is just this thought, this mysterious thought that you have in your mind of what things really are versus the actual facts of what it is. Yeah. Um, but not staying in that place of, okay, now this, I understand what the facts are. I understand what this is now going to the next level of saying, but this is where I want to go. Yeah. And in the process of me getting from where I am to where I want to go, I'm going to be thankful for every step. I'm going to be thankful for everything that I get an opportunity to do. Um, I think our gratitude or thankfulness for the things that we have, allows opportunities to be able to be opened up for us to be able to see or have more. Um, you know, and so uh, I think it, even during that process that you're talking about now, it, uh, it it will start to shape in something totally different because then we move from being so negative all the time, um, you know, and then we can, like you said, stop looking at what that not there, you know, stop looking at what you don't have and be thankful for what you do have. And it changes your perspective because now you're looking at it on a positive. You're looking at your life on a positive. Um, And but that, uh, you know, and you could probably agree with this, Jason. It does take time. (laughs) It takes time. (laughs) And like I still have, you know, issues with old identity versus new identity all the time. Right. Right. This is definitely not just a a snap and it's over process. For some people, it seems to be easier than others. Mm -hmm. But 
you know, you talked about a couple of different things I want to touch on. One is yeah. having that vision for where you want your life to go. Yeah. Like how many of us don't even really ask ourselves what we really want? Yeah. We don't do it. Like we're scared to ask for it. We're scared to hope for it because if we don't get it, then that means we've lost something. Mm. But just like when you get in your car, like if you don't have a map of where you're going, then you're, you're not going to get very far. You're just going to drive around in circles. And so, right. you know, you can get a vision and then like get clear on what you want, where you want to go and then stop and then not attach to it. And then understand that that might change as you go on, but then you're moving mm-hmm. towards something and that creates momentum. Yeah. And you know, when you say that we can find gratitude in any situation, that's a hundred percent true to me and it does change everything my coach that i work with she always will tell me you know the world isn't working against you it's working for us you know Mm. it's not happening to you it's happening for you yeah and um i'll bring up an example just in you know in my family life right like i don't have connections to my parents both of them were in and out of my life when i was young and then Mm. there was a lot of hostility and resentment as i got through my teen years and older Mm. years and it was tough it was a really tough thing. Like kids should grow up with parents and and the familial bond. And and I had others who loved me in that way. I I had a better off than a lot of people do, but it's Mm -hmm. still, you know, that was my primary source of unworthiness and lack for a long time. Right. 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 But within that, I also was able to find that, you know, I don't have the same sacred cows that a lot of people have when it comes to family, which causes Mm -hmm. so much friction. Like a lot of people don't want to question what their parents thought, because that means that that they could be wrong. Right. 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 And true growth is being able to acknowledge that, no, you know, people just are operating with the best tools they have within the time. So when I was able to find forgiveness for my parents, just for being human, right? Like Mm -hmm. they didn't mean anything personally about my worth when they were, they were just kids who didn't know how to do this. Right. Right. And, (laughs) And so being able to gain that perspective leads me to where I am now. Like if Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have had that, I wouldn't be doing the work that I'm doing that creates so much joy and value and love in my life. Hmm. Uh, I wouldn't appreciate love in the same way. Yeah. So everything has its purpose as long as we give it purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's right. That's truthful. That's truthful. Um, so let's, let's ask, ah, man, there's so much I want to ask you, <laughs> but let me ask this question. How do we get into a posture of where, we start allowing, like you made the statement in reference to what your, uh, what your coach says, is that the world is not working against us. It's working for us. How do we get into this place of where we can start seeing the world working for us um, and, and trying to, and now maneuvering through that aspect? Uh, I mean, the first thing, again, is just to get gratitude and recognize that the gifts that are there. Every day is a gift. Right. Every day that we get a chance to go out and make an impact is is a gift. Mm-hmm. Um, and so connecting with gratitude as small as just the water that we're drinking each day or, you know, waking up, mm-hmm. that allows us to see all of the things that are going on. Like instead of, oh, man, this person treated me so terribly or, you know, that driver just cut me off. What, what an idiot. Like. Yeah, you're going to find people who are going to challenge you, Mm -hmm. but the more Mm -hmm. rooted you are in your own happiness and the more rooted you are in the fact that you are enough as you are, Mm. like as you stand in this moment, you are a 
person who is doing the best they can to move on. And, you know, your yeah. script for what that looks like may be completely different than mine. Yeah. And there may be different judgments that we have on that, but ultimately the only judgment that's going to really matter is within you. And then, you know, when you get to your spiritual belief, whatever, whatever mm-hmm. that is, but as long as you're in resonance with what you think is bringing value to the world, typically you're going to be all right. 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 Because right. the people who are acting outside of that, like there, there's tons of stuff going on in the world that's really scary and that you can look at and be, but those people hurt people, hurt people. Right. Yeah. Like, and the yeah. only way we heal that is to start healing our inner pain. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- to do that just allows for forgiveness and, and, you know, self-compassion because no one else, like if you're looking for that externally, you're never going to find it. Right. <laughs> you got to build that inside. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, um, um, I think one of the things that I'm thinking about as you're talking about it is really being able to learn how to really encourage yourself how to become the the source of your own encouragement um how to be able to be you know find the joy within yourself uh you know find the love within yourself and i don't think it's a negative to be able to do those things i, I actually i believe it's a positive um but like you said we, we're so sometimes we can get programmed into thinking that the only way we can get these types of satisfaction is from external um, either from things or from people. And, um, and so it's, it's now building this mechanism of, <laughs> of really being able to have encouragement within, uh, surely when you're going through any, you know, trial or scenario or situation that you might be handling or going through in life. And so I believe that that's helpful and grateful uh, for, you know, helpful for any person that is in this mode of now trying to transition, like we've been talking about transitioning in reference to from the mindset or place that we've been to now trying to get to a place where things are starting to move differently in our lives and change differently. Now, I know the person that's watching this or the person that's listening to this um, is probably saying to themselves, I thought y'all was talking about finance. (laughs) (laughs) And and the and the thing is, we are. This is the conversation I think that we don't have. Normally, we 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 when you're talking about finance with somebody and I know you've probably had this as well, Jason, in reference to when you're normally talking about finance, you're only talking about the money. You're talking about the context of the budget and creating your budget and 15 ways to be able to get out of debt and, you know, all these different steps and tools. But sometimes we neglect to be able to deal with the real thing that's actually hindering and can to and can affect us from being able to get out of those places. And that's our emotional. That's our internal um, and so, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for this conversation, but I need somebody to hear. Yes, we're still talking about <laughs> how to be able to deal with this. Um, but it's a big thing in reference to our emotion. Go ahead, Jason. Yeah. So, and, and on that note, um, yes, uh, like finances are a huge part of our lives and it is something where we need to address and learn some different skills within it. But why it's so important is because where our money goes is typically what our values are. And 
when I work with people and the first thing that you kind of start to see is what you say your values are versus what the paper says your values are is usually different. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so, but so for you to understand where you want your money to go, you need to dig into what your values are. And that mm. again, all starts with that internal thing. Yeah. Um, I'll say like when I work with my clients, like again, I come from the restaurant industry and I lived every bit of the lifestyle that you could. I had the drinking problem. I had the relationship problems. I had the drug problems. Mm -hmm. And when I work with people, I don't try to tell them what they should spend their money on. Like, mm. You know, if you want to go and spend your money on on drugs or whatever, I'm not here to judge it because I've done right. it. I don't have any space to judge it. Right. What I try to show people is that you want to do whatever you're doing on purpose. Mm. Right. And in purpose. Yeah. And that's the power of learning to budget and to put these things on because it's just putting your ideals on paper and then mm -hmm. seeing where your behavior doesn't match up. And then making some decisions. Do you yeah. want to keep going? Like, is what your behavior is saying really what's important to you? Well, let's write that down. Right. Or do we want to make some changes? Um, because all of this, and you know this well, I, I already know from our conversation, mm -hmm. all of this is related. Like, right. You know, everything uh, in, in this, like, we're all dealing with the same stuff. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. you know, it doesn't matter how well you manage your money if you don't have control of what's going on in here. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's true. That is truthful. Um, now I want for those that are watching or listening and one, you're loving this conversation. Not only do I want you to do, uh, give me a like, or make sure that you're sharing all of those are important <laughs> and, and, and I love those, but also more importantly for me is, I want those that want and need the financial assistance or help, and you don't want to stay where you are, you know, just say, for example, if you are a business person or whatever, I want you to do me a favor and I want you to make sure that you go, um, all of his links and information is going to be in the description below, but I want to make sure that you are connected with Jason. Um, because again, the importance of this type of conversation is not that we just, oh man, it was a good listen and I learned a little bit, but it because something like this takes time, you want to make sure that you're in an environment that's having those type of conversations. You're in an environment that is talking about how you can transform, how you can be able to do better financially. You know, you want to be in an environment that helps to now start shaping the type of place where you want to go. So on a pragmatic state, yes, we want you to start, like we talked about earlier, we want you to start changing your conversation about yourself. We do want you to start looking and dealing with the internals. We want you to start looking at what you actually value, the pragmatics of this is real versus this is what, I, you know, this is perception of what I think I value. Um, we want to deal with all of that. But then we want you to also, on a practical tip, put it on paper. What, what does this look like? What does your month-to-month -month financially actually look like? You know, what is the debt that you want to be able to eventually have paid off? What is that total? What does that look like? So then we can create a game plan of where we're trying to go because, again, I'm writing it all down and putting it before me, not so I can be overwhelmed by what I got. But it's because now I'm having a plan of saying, this is where I really have been. 
And now I'm saying, I don't want to do this no more. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to stay in this place. And so for me to change something, I have to do it now. I got to start making the changes now. Now I know what changes I need to make. And I believe uh, a person like Jason will be able to give unto us some insight. And I'm saying us because I'm I'm talking, I'm I'm already following them. So so I can get some information and I'm already connected. So I'm good. I'm I'm getting the wisdom and the stuff that I need so that we can all be better. And that's the most important piece. We 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 have to be able to be better because there's more that we are supposed to be doing. And this is not the end of our game. So, um, so say something, Jason. I know you. Uh, I can see you was over there bubbling. <laughs> yeah, I, I always have something to say. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, you touched on something that's so important, right? Like, is yeah. we tend to want to avoid some of these things that are giving us that frustration or that fear. Yeah, and that was definitely me before I started tackling this debt. I did not want to look at it. I just knew it was piling up. I knew I couldn't breathe, but mm. I didn't want to look. Um, because that meant that I had to face myself, right? right? Like I had to right. face the yeah. decisions I had made. And what I have found to be true, and hopefully this is something that will resonate with everyone and others will find it to be true as well, is that typically the monsters that we create in our head are way different than when we actually start to deal with them a little mm. bit. And like, like, so it just takes, you know, sometimes it's something small. Like the first thing that I'll start with, mm -hmm. with anybody who's trying to get their finances in order. And if they're at like the lowest point is just setting aside that first little starter emergency fund of a thousand dollars. And, you know, for a lot of people, they've never had that much money to their name that wasn't going somewhere else. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. that's a powerful shift just to even make then it's like, Oh, I can do this. I can create, because once you can do it once, you can do it over and over again. And it starts right. to <laughs> take less time. Again, it all yeah. just becomes, what do you want your money to do for you? Or what do you, like, it doesn't have to just be your finances. It can be any situation that you're avoiding. Right. Typically, yeah. when we're avoiding something, we're making it a bigger problem than it is. We're then, again, allowing that mindset to creep in and say, I don't want to do this. Think mm -hmm. of your taxes. Yeah. Right. Like people get scared to death to do their taxes or they don't want to do it until the very last minute because the bill comes due at the same time whenever. So do you want right. to know it's coming <laughs> <laughs> or, or do you want to like put it off and put it off? And, um, you know, it's just one of those things where the more you can get in the habit of facing mm -hmm. your fear head on. Mm -hmm. that builds on every aspect of your life because then you yeah. start to see that the fear is usually made up. Yep. Right. That's truthful. That is truthful. Um, I'm going to say this and it's going to sound funny for me. It's, it's already funny because I'm thinking the thought process. Um, but what Jason is saying, Jason, to me, what you're, what I'm hearing you also say is, <laughs> It's just like how we were when we was kids, when we used to think something was under our bed or we would think something was in our closet until you actually looked. Yep. And he was like, oh no, it was just my toy. Or, oh no, that was just a shadow. Sometimes the thing that we are afraid of is really something that really is not even true. Um, and so 
I encourage those that are watching as well as those that are listening, I encourage you to just face it because the reality is you have the potential to be better than where you are. You're, you have the potential to be able to be, you know, financially better, emotionally better, um, you know, all the different things and places in our lives. But like you said, Jason, the reality is, is the only way that you're going to get past where you are to get to where you're going is you have to face you. Um, and sometimes the biggest obstacle, and I know you know this as well, and you're basically alluding to it already, the biggest obstacle between us and our potential sometimes is not our financial situation. It's not our relational scenario. It's not our environment. Majority of the time, that thing that's standing between us and potential is ourselves. Um, go ahead. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, one one hundred percent. And it's not to say, you know, sometimes I think people can hear that and think that we don't understand that there are systemic issues that, yeah. are, that need to be addressed. Right. There are 100% are. Yes. Um, and, you know, I, I'm grateful that we live in a time where we're more and more willing to talk about that and you know, yeah. try to enact change. And there are so many people who are working to do that. But it's also true that as individuals, we've never had more opportunity to, to rise above whatever our station is. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the biggest factor is the conversation that we have with ourselves and the beliefs that we carry. And the more that we can shine the light in those dark places, mm -hmm. the more that we can like, you know, be courageous and, and just try to embrace whatever is in front of us and be like, I can, I can tackle that. I can, do yeah. that. You know, yeah. maybe it's going to take some time, but you're not limited by anyone other than mm -hmm. yourself. Yeah. Um, and it's not to discount anybody's experience. I know that it, it's hard out there um, mm -hmm. it, and it can be hard out there, but everything can be a lesson or, or you can allow it to hold you where you're at. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, well, I, I, as much as this pains me to end this conversation, um, because this this is this is a very good conversation and I know it's helpful um and because it's helping me is even as we're talking i'm going through my mind of you know just making sure that i'm you know <laughs> facing my own stuff and looking at my own things and just really because again i want to be able to be able to be the best version of myself um so that i can be able to serve effectively in every area of my life and so um this has been a great great conversation um, but I want to make sure before I end this, I always ask any person that comes on uh, to the podcast, I ask this main question um, because it's important to me. And I love I love, you know, hearing uh, the answer to this question. And that is what's greatness to you? Oh, man, it's such a it's such an important question. And there are a couple of things. One, I've seen in your work where you love to highlight that greatness, uh, greatness is about service. And I 100% yes, I believe that like we are here, we are at our highest calling when we're in service to others. Yeah. But the way we get there is by being in service to ourselves first and really dealing with our stuff. So for me, greatness is a habit of thinking. Hmm. It's just the habitual way that we look at the world and the opportunities within us. And once we accept greatness within ourselves, we can then start to, expand others ability of what greatness is 
Hmm. I love that. I love that. I love that. And I agree with it totally. Um, because yes, greatness is here, is starting here. Um, and uh, and I love that. So thank you again, Jason, for coming on. Thank you. Being man. a part of this conversation. Um, and again, for all those that are listening and watching, please make sure that you connect with him because I believe that his way that he is serving and helping people um, will be able to be able to help you and making those the different transitions and changes that is needed in our, all of our lives so that we can be able to be better, more effective in our lives and to be able to live the life that we all are supposed to be living. Um, and so again, I say thank you, sir, for coming on, sharing your wisdom and your knowledge um, as well as your life story. And, um, and I know it's going to continue to transform people's lives because of the impact that you're already making. Well, thank you, man. I, I really appreciated the, the opportunity to talk with you. Uh, and any time that we can do it in the future, I am all for it, my friend. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're going to do it. I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so thank you all for listening. Thank you for being a part of this conversation. And we will continue to do this. I'm going to continue to have some great impactful conversations because I want us to be better and be greater in everything that we do because we are supposed to be being in impactful in every area of our life and in these type of conversations this is how we can do it i love you all talk to y'all later and y'all continue to be great talk to you later bye-bye thank you all for watching this video my heart is and then i don't do this for myself i make sure that i am doing this for you to bring you the tools that you need so you can walk in your greatness so continue with me every Monday, 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, as well as you can make sure that you listen to me on all podcast platforms. And let's continue to grow this greatness tribe.